Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? I'm NFTQT. We got my man Cowdry here. What's good? Man, we're just we're just we're just uh getting excited for these new these new ideas, my friend. Man, we definitely are getting excited for the new ideas. Shout out to everybody that checked us out last week. The NFTQT show is starting to blow up. I saw James Andrews, he shouted us out, said he was enjoying us and adding us to his, his stream and feed and shouted us out on Twitter at that. And if y'all don't know, James Andrews is Mr. Clubhouse with millions of followers over there. So that was a big deal. Shout out to all the new listeners. And today we're doing something a little bit different. Me and Ryan, we've been here before, but for the people that don't know, on episode 26, Ryan, like what we what we got for the people? Man, for people. Well, I mean, a, a, per usual, I feel like you know you got you got to say uh, say a couple of words before uh, we bring Jay uh, in. Uh, you uh, know, it's kind of it's kind of been it, it's, it's kind of been you know it's a standard. We got to oh, say, man, hey, my man Ryan, you you almost you call me slipping. I might have to give you a free NFT for that. I might only do an NFT. You call me slipping. I forgot to promote my old book. That's you know, cool. I, I'll I'll take your meta key or spatial or the spatial environment. Are you gonna take? My, <laughs> I, I, I'll take. I'll do the spatial environment. I'm not giving you my meta key. Sorry, but uh, sure. I'll give him a spatial environment. Y'all 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 hear it? I'm gonna do the transfer after the show. I do the transfer. But uh, here we go. We got the NFC handbook. This show is brought to you by the NFC handbook. I wrote it because I wanted everyone to learn how to buy, sell, and create NFTs. I see a lot of people out there tweeting and showcasing you know, where they like to read the book. If you don't like to read, guess what? You can get the book anywhere books are sold, but you can also get the audio book. That's out and, you know, it's doing pretty well as well. So if you want, check out audible.com or audiobooks and you'll be able to find that. Beyond that, today is a special day because we're going to be joined by one of the founders that we had on the blog. So when... Special guests inbound, my friends. Special guests inbound. We do have a special guest inbound, but before before we get there, I want to talk about something. This is one of those moments where, you know, in the NFT QT world, we might see a project. We might not know the team, but what we'll do is we'll cover it if it's dope. Like, if it's a dope idea, you're bringing something new to NFTs. The reason why we have NFTQT.com is because we want to be able to document what we find fascinating. You know, when we wrote the book, it was great. And there was a lot of projects that just didn't exist when we were writing that book that now exists today. And the greatest thing about that is we have nftqt.com where we get to share research insights and just ideas related to NFTs. And one of the more fascinating NFT concepts to just really hit the universe in late Q4 of last year was the whole concept of NFT gaming. We talked about Axie Infinity. We talked about uh, play to earn games. But we didn't talk too much about is it is it uh, move to earn move to earn ah uh, he was flowing and then he no no no, no, no. I'm, I'm still flowing it's just it's a it's, it's a new concept that's why we got that a is. special guest in brown we it have a new is. concept in the building so it definitely is so I mean before I get into what the the, the bill the bill of show is can we bring him in is he stay with us yo hey what's good man what's up guys dude thank you for having me. Yo, you're, you're, James, you're, James, you're, James, James Andrews shout out, dude. James Andrews is a blast of the past. I, I'm about to send James a message and say, hi. I know he was uh, shouting you guys out. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. No, we were we were excited to see that too, man. You know, I, I just woke up one day, hopped on Twitter, and I saw James was, was talking about it. And I was like, all right, that's that's gonna bring a lot of looks. So, you know, look, he brought he brought in Jay, two Jays. I, I, I love that, dude. Two two Jays. Move, move to earn, man. No, I appreciate I appreciate you finding us. I, I love the article. I just wanted to reach out and say hi. 
I appreciate it. So Geno Pets, right? So Geno Pets is, is what you represent. You built this. I want to get into your backstory because I think that that's very fascinating and it's on its own. Like, you know, this whole concept of Geno Pets is it's just like, it's mind-blowing because you created a move-to-earn game that allows players to earn money for staying active. And I think that, like, in its essence, it's like, why didn't this exist when the Fitbit came out? Why didn't this exist when you have been doing this always? I mean, like, bro, we've been we wearables have been a, a thing for a minute. The data has been I, for a minute. I, I I love that, and it's what's so we can talk about why the earning side of it didn't appear, but at the very least, Fitbit or Apple Watch or whatever probably should have had some sort of like digital avatar that like, grew and evolved and looked cool and and was a better profile picture flex the more steps you took. Like at at the end of the day, that that that's move to earn game yes we take play to earn we combine it with move to play we coin this term move to earn as you walk around you can earn crypto for doing it like dope but what's even like uh, i love the slides that you i did when you, when you told me had slides i didn't know this where we were going and i love yeah um, i hope i don't like throw you off no, i'm looking like this, right this is how i wrap my head around is like this, all right you got an apple watch yeah you got an apple watch you got pokemon you add those two together you got you know you got Geno. I'm, I'm i'm with you because keep flowing you were you were describing what is is a is, is, is a free to play or a free to play in a mobile game it's called move to earn we want to make it fun and rewarding to live an active lifestyle we're building on solana Geopets takes your daily activity, the life, the, the stuff you do in regular life, and, and combines it with play to earn. So your real life action turns into gameplay. The more you walk around, instead of just seeing a ring close on your watch or getting a notification that says, great, you got 10,000 steps, you bank those steps and you convert those steps into progress, XP, exploration, battles, evolving, just like your Pokemon. So, so, so I got a question. It, it, it sounds great. But, you know, I do have an Apple Watch right now. I'm wearing my uh, my Garmin. I don't know if you know about the Garmin. Yep, yep. It's Garmin Phoenix. I love my Garmin, right? It's, 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 this is like when I'm going out and I need to be tactile, I put the Garmin on, right? If I, if I, if I want to be cutesy, you know, I do have my Apple Watch. What I'm wondering <laughs> is I, I have a lot of data that I'm collecting that goes to my Apple Health. But is that data going to be immediately usable and bankable on day one with GenoPets? So that is, the short answer is yes, but the game intentionally is, is, is just going to require your phone because one accessibility, we accessibility, we don't want everyone to have to go out and buy a wearable to not be able to play the game, especially because play is huge around the world. And there's people in parts of the world that buying an Apple watch just, just isn't really an option for them. Um, so we want the game to be accessible. We want everyone to be able to play. So at start. The game will only require your phone, which is a step capture in and of itself. You may or may not have noticed because you you got wearables, but you know if I didn't have an Apple Watch, my phone still counts my steps all day. So as long as your phone's counting your steps, we're gonna take those steps, we're gonna put them in the game. If you have a wearable, the wearable takes those steps and it gives it to Apple Health or Google Fit if you have an Android, and we count the steps that way. So the short so answer is yes, API and, integration. That's your tracking, like so you connect in with the Apple Health or like Health Kit framework. Kit, exactly. And then you've got the Google, I forgot what it's called. It's a cool call it Google Fit. Google Fit. It's called Google Fit. And so you you're working at the API layer, um, which is interesting because today it's just step data, right? Today or, it's just step data. Today it absolutely could be 
if you sleep well, or yes. you meditate, yes. or you're doing yes. other stuff, let's give you an HP boost yes. and let you recharge your health because you got a good night's rest. That's bad. All so, those things are coming, but Ryan's a step counter. Ryan's in my ear, and he, he has this question that he's dying to ask you. Ryan, should we just get into the question? You want to know? Oh, yeah, for sure. I was going to say, no, that's fascinating because you could even, like, you could actually just be a layer for all of like the connected fitness apps are out there already, like Calm, like even Calm could have an integration. Oh, did you do your Calm today? You know, you get your upgrade or whatever. But anyways, we get, we'll get into our futuristic bag towards the, towards the end of this podcast. Talk to us about like what a day in the life of a Geno pet looks like, you know, cause I'm kind of like, what exactly, how, how is this going to function? I know how, like when I play Pokemon, I know what I got to do every day. What is like the Geno pet type thing? It's funny because this, this goes a couple ways. One, when you think of play to earn games, you think of having to play the game in order to earn. If you don't sit and play Axie for eight hours a day, you're not going to earn on Axie. The yeah. premise of Genopets is to make Genopets a game that you can play while going about your daily life. We want yeah. you to go live your life and do stuff, not be stuck at your desk, not be staring at your phone for 12 hours a day. Even in Pokemon, you got to stare at your phone and do the thing to catch mm -hmm. Pokemon while you're walking around, which arguably got some people to run into things that maybe, you know, we, we saw it out, played out on social media. <laughs> this isn't a game that you're going to play while staring at your phone all the time. You're going to yeah. live your life. You're a nurse and you walk around all day long anyway. You're working in a field all day. Like whatever, whatever it ends up being that your job is, your armor, your whatever, as long as you're being fit and active, yes, going to the gym, yes, playing basketball, yes you know, treadmill, it's not GPS based. You just need to stay fit. Even if you can't go outside because of COVID or whatever it ends up being, like you just need to move and we take that movement. And at the end of the day, you take out your phone, you bank those steps and now you have currency basically to go spend. You can kick off battles, you can traverse in different places in the world, get upgrades, so, et cetera. So before we get into the, the game mechanics, I actually want to go back to that. Like, what's the day in the life of a G Geno pet? Because I'm the type of person where when you show me something new, I'm all over it. So I was on your website. I got a chance to go in there. I connected my Salona wallet or my Phantom wallet. And I, I did all the, the steps. And I, you had like a quiz or a survey where I had to ask, you know, I just had to answer questions. It's kind of hard to explain. I tried to record my screen, but. It just, it, it was a fail. It was a major fail. So if you got to do it right now, we could do it live right now. Yes. Genopets is an evolution in crafting game. And we want you to be dedicated to your Genopet, more like an RPG or MMORPG where you have a handful of them that maybe take different paths in the game, but you're really committed to leveling up and making this Genopet cool. Wow. So that's, that's where we're, we're headed and what we're most excited for. So Jay, you're about to walk us through what I was attempting to do earlier. I managed to get my Geno pet, but I couldn't record the screen. So it would be lovely for you to show us a quick demonstration of what the Geno pet is. And as Ryan yeah. said earlier, if you're not watching the video, we love all our audio listeners, but the show is a million times better if you can watch and see some of the NFTs we're talking about, such as the Geno pet experience that we're about to watch. So Jay, I'm going to hand it over to you and let's see this demo. Let's do it. So what we're going to do right now is this is an early demo. This is not the actual game. It's on the web. Remember the game's a mobile app. So you're going to do all this on your phone, but I'm going to show you on the browser for the sake of our call. This is a little bit easier to check this out. You're going to summon your Genopen. I'd love for you to play along. Initiating. 
human genopet state begins. The narrative here is that you're going to imbue your personality into the genopet that best matches you. So what you answer here will be used in our algorithm to generate a genopet that has a description and an understanding and, and essentially embodies you. So let's go explore concern. Explore. Order or flow. It's all about the journey, the means. Jay, as you're choosing these. Yeah. Quick question. Could you describe like what like what this decision making process you're doing yeah, right now? It's 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 a little bit like picking off of I like to do it with someone else if one of you wanted to play along, but the idea here is essentially you're 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 taking a personality quiz. This is all about kind of you and your sense of how you play and the way you act. And if you go look at a Genesis Genopet on a marketplace right now, they have uh, a personality. And you can read about your Genopet and it's like a horoscope. It sounds like this Genopet is you. Interesting. All right. Well, let's see. Jay, so talk us through like the act reacting. Like what is the yeah. what exactly is that? It, it, it's all about like, it's, it's basically a personality clue, right? Like, are do, are you one that takes action or are you more reactive? Mm -hmm. When you're going through it, just talk through it live. Okay, you already did it. So you answer a couple questions, you imbue your personality, you clone your pet, and here you can see the genopath you've sent Wow. Cool. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stop there. Yeah, no, this is, uh, this is sick. That's the whole concept, right? It's like you embody your genopet and the genopet is a reflection of you. So as you take care of yourself in the real world, you're going to take care of your genopet. Mm -hmm. A profile picture, picture flex today for an NFT largely just means you got enough crypto to buy it, buy an expensive NFT. And that's dope. Don't get me wrong. Or you found it early. You found it early and now it's like super dope. Awesome. Your genopet, when it's, super evolved stage 12 it's a profile picture flex that means you are active and have a good taking care of you're taking care of your own well-being like it's 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 a reflection of you that you can prove digitally online no 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 so that's great i mean like i, I look at it it's, it sounds good but like what if i want to just flex what if i don't want to do the walking what if i don't, don't worry wait you can buy a Gino pet off somebody else who spent a lot of time walking around. Oh, so that's this, how you want to I sell if I sell my Gino pet, right? And I'm all active, I'm fit, you know, I'm out here, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. And I go and get someone else to buy that off me. Can like I a little kid again? Exactly. Oh, I can get that. You get another one and you start all over again if you want to, because maybe you're that fit and you're that good at the game. Then you're going to decide your earning play to earn comes from you leveling up Gino pets and selling to other people who are lazy. Yeah, Interesting. So you know, I, I have a couple little cousins that I might just get them on the, uh, the walking everyday program. Just give them my phone. Be like, Hey, go, cheap, go, go for a couple miles. That's cheap. You can't be out here cheating. So Jay, I need you to tell us like, what's the whole concept of upgrading and battling? Because if I tell, you know, Ryan's little cousins that they could play the game, they probably ain't going to be doing a lot of moving. After you've done your moving, you walked around all day, you banked your steps, 
the real like point of the game is like, what do I do with these steps? Again, it's not just a ring close that says, great, you did 10,000. You take those steps, convert them into XP, and you use that in battle and explore exploration of the genome first. Battle in our game feels a lot like kind of old school Pokemon, more so than, than, than other types of battle, where I'm picking a move, you're picking a move, we're sending, we're sending moves back and forth. But rather than battle being like a random chance, pick a move and let's see if it hits you or not, our, our battle style is, is based off of turn-based minigame. So think like uh, maybe more like Lumosity, like puzzle so, games, matching mm -hmm. games, reaction times, sound. Because so we, we don't want, again, we don't, we don't even have to stare at your phone all day. They'll be both the yeah. Apple and, and Google app stores. Mm -hmm. Google, 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 blah, blah, blah. Google, Android, and iOS supported. Um, again, it's like battle. Don't think of battle having to sit on your phone for eight hours and tap on the screen. It's all about going and <clears throat> living your life and doing these like turn based mini games. Got it. Um, Jay, I was reading your uh, white paper and I was. Because when I when I look at like kind of the play to earn space or just the blank to earn, you know, uh, you know, new new mechanisms that are being created, a lot of it is uh, off the basis of like you need to continue growing user bases and like the econ. I always get confused by the economics because it's like I look at my axes that I bought like you know five six months ago and they've already just gone way down in value just because there's more people playing the game right and more people breeding and I always get kind of like tripped up on the economics. I'm like this is awesome to play to earn, but do you just end up like with hugely diminishing returns over time? Like, how did you guys think about that? So one of the biggest problems in play to earn on the economic side is burn channels. What you're describing is burn channels, right? Like not just to play to earn, but, but honestly for the fun and enjoyment of the game. If the game isn't fun and you don't want to play the game, you're going to pull your earnings out of the game and sell them. And you're going to take your SLP, and you're going to go on an exchange and you convert it to something you can pay the electricity bill. Done. Because that's the point of playing that, the game, right? But if you design a game that's fun and engaging and has enough burn channels from an economic standpoint, there are reasons why you won't want to pull the money out of the game. You'd rather use that money in the game to go do more things, to mm -hmm. level up your genotype. So the way we look at it is, and that's, that's one of the number one things we want to design for. And the economic flywheel that you brought up here is predicated on our dual earnings. On the left, we're free to play mobile game. Anybody who will just download the app, mint a baby Genopet for free. Baby Genopet is not very unique. It doesn't have like special attributes and augments. It's a baby Genopet. But if you walk around, the more you walk around and earn XP without ever putting a dollar into the ecosystem, you're able to level up that Genopet. Man, it sounds like you were one of those kids that played a hell of a lot of Emerald. Back in the I day. played a lot of games, bro. You played a I got lot of Mario games. coins on my shirt. Oh, I see that, but you, you, were, <laughs> you were a Pokemon Emerald. I, I was a Pokemon Red to start, but yeah. No, but I the, remember they introduced the, the egg incubator. You could walk around. I remember the egg incubator. You could walk yeah. around, or you had to like ride. I used to ride the bicycle in circles. Ride the bicycle. Like, get, mm -hmm. it, sounds, it sounds like you have a real life version of that, right? I mean, that's kind of what's happening right now. The idea is. Like every free-to-play mobile game, though, if it's taking too long and you want to, you know, speed up your progress in Candy Crush, you buy something. And for mm -hmm. us, you buy a habitat. And if you buy a habitat, that unlocks token earning while you walk around. So while you walk around, you'll also now earn a key token. And with that key token, as I was saying, you can pull it out of the game if you wanted to go sell it, or you can play the long game. 
and put that key token back into the crafting ecosystem, craft NFT crystals that you can use to power up your GenoPet. So every time you earn in game, you're faced with this decision. Do I pull it out, pull it out now, or do I use that token in game to expand my gameplay? And if we've created a game that people want to play enough, they're going to see more value out of continuing to play the game for the long game to get their GenoPet more rare, to earn more NFTs, crystals that they can use to power up, and they'll earn that way. Because you could sell all that stuff too if you wanted to on a marketplace. Oh, that's dope. That's super dope. Hmm. That solves that instability fluctuation of the, the, the inflationary token from an economic standpoint that makes player earn games real difficult right now. What about the people that are going to try to cheat the game and just get a bunch of, is it called key? Key, key, key token, key token. Yeah. What about those people? So cheaters never prevail. Number one, you cheat, you're cheating yourself. The whole point of the game is to walk around. Like the whole point of the game is to be fit and active, right? <laughs> you want to cheat, go cheat. But you're ultimately cheating yourself. That's number one. Number two, um, we're taking steps off of Apple Health and Google Fit. So we're not making our own step counting algorithms. We're not like doing all that. But we can take that stream of step data and absolutely build machine learning algorithms around it to say, if you're earning too many steps for too long a period of time, yeah, run for six hours straight. I, I, those steps aren't going to count. Sorry, no banking. So we will absolutely create tech mechanisms to, to limit cheating. But on top of all of that, designing the game in a way that cheating doesn't really benefit you is the most important. It's not about maximizing your steps. If so you're a I'm marathon not, runner, right? You're not, you're not going to be the best player at GenoPet. No, it gets you to just stay active. So I think about GenoPets and I look at you as like the founder of GenoPets and you've got a co-founder as well, right? Yeah, two of them. Oh, you've got I'll two co-founders. Tell me a bit about your backstory and like what brings you to Geno Pets. Cause I get that you played a little bit of Pokemon, but it's not like you wake up and play Pokemon, learn how to incubate an egg and then say like, let me go build this in real life. Usually there's a, a lot more that happens. I'm going to tell you, there's a bunch of different games that have been inspiration for this. And, yes. and arguably Pokemon, you know, certainly is one of the first things people think of, but actually it starts even further back than that with the Tamagotchi, the Tamagotchi was that little like digital thing that I used to hang on my backpack in middle school. I used to that, feed like, it. You got feed it, you got to tap it, you got to, exactly, right? You want to nurture, a, the concept of nurturing and evolving a character just pervades a lot of games. Mm -hmm. Tamagotchi Pokemon, certainly. And, 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 and being able to tie that to real world activity is, is the leap that we took to make this unique and make it more 2022. Because unlike Pokemon, which is always Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard every time, right? A Genopet starts as a baby, and there's an infinite number of ways that you can evolve and customize. That's how Genopets become rare. Because every NFT has to be and will be different based on how you're playing the game. So that's how eventually you've got a super rare. It's not like everyone has a Charmander or a Charizard. And you've got your own custom NFT that you played the game to make in and of its own. So us. I got it. All three of us actually got into crypto pretty early. My first Bitcoin was 2009 in my dorm room. Um, I forgot about expensive and dumb stuff. In 2013, I met Brock. Uh, I was hosting a conference. If you guys know Brock Pierce, yeah, yeah. Um, Brock, Brock brought me, Brock, Brock gave me more Bitcoin and reminded me of the whole situation back in 2013. Um, I saw it and I, it was funny that the blockchain wallet at the time I was using was called blockchain. And like to looking looking at it back from today, you're like, why would you call the wallet blockchain? That's just confusing. Um, so I sat on that for a while. 
my two co-founders, they started a company called GenoS before this. It was one of the biggest projects on EOS. I got into crypto in 2016. I was one of the first people at EOS. We had a $4 billion token sale. All of a sudden, it starts to make sense, right? You know me. I came from an agency. We're building apps all day long. I'm like, dude, blockchain is going to be the thing we're going to build all the apps on. This makes so much sense. Um, so I, I left EOS after a little while. I actually worked at Google for a minute. And then my two partners, um, my two partners, uh, Albert and Ben, had started this project called GenoS, which is a health data marketplace where you were going to earn crypto from giving your research to researchers and pharmaceuticals that would basically use your health data to make to make medicine. Um, yeah, personally. The concept was there, personalization and the whole thing, right? Like the concept is there, it's a little bit early. You need some like zero knowledge group data sharing, all sorts of stuff. And it's just not fun. It's not sexy. Like you want to think about kind of a way to, you want to think of a way to make people want to learn crypto. And, mm-hmm. and to me, that's what gameplay is. It's no, that's, all that's, the things about DeFi wrapped in a fun, cute package that that will onboard the next billion people into learning about crypto. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Well, I mean, dude, you've got a similar backstory to me, it sounds like. Um, we've both been in similar circles, and I have, without a doubt, we've been at some, some conference together, <laughs> uh, especially around that time. So it's good to see you again. Uh, I want to talk to you about Web3 and fitness in the sense that, you know, one, first off, because you've been in crypto for so long, what is Web3 to you? Like, I hear, I know what NBA, the CNBC is saying about a Web3. I know what Andreessen Horowitz is saying about Web3. But to Jay at Genopets, a practitioner in the space right now, what is Web3 to you? You know, Web3, crypto, blockchain, like, it, it, it's, a, it's a different way to use the advent of Bitcoin allowed us to prove digitally that something existed. And we couldn't do that before, right? I text you a picture, you text a picture to somebody else, no one knows where the picture came from. Crypto, blockchain, the NFTs, et cetera, ha- has finally made that possible. And, and with this like really simple thing of being able to prove digital scarcity, we've, we've unlocked the ability to create value digitally that we didn't have before. So for me, I think Web3 in general does symbolize this ability to create digital wealth or wealth in general, real, real world wealth that, that that's tracked and proven digitally in a way that we've never been able to do before. And how does that, how does that translate? So yeah, you have a lot of people getting rich in web three, you've got inflation going up. I mean, this is, this is standard textbook example of the rich get richer, right? Like if you, you that's exactly where I'm going. Okay. Because, because the way that crypto came on the market, and people that got in early are super crypto rich. You, you're never going to get away from that. The people that bought board apes early, sure, they're super crypto rich now. The people that bought Bitcoin early, but the people that will do good with Web3 and what Web3 is as a technology is the ability to distribute wealth. And that's to me what play to earn is going to be about is creating games that educate people and show people how Web3 value can be distributed. And it doesn't mean that you're going to make so much money out of playing any play-to-earn game that you'll be rich. In fact, that's what I like about play-to-earn games. They're not about making people super rich. Maybe if you're running a factory of, of scholars and that's, that's mm-hmm. the way you do it. But as an individual playing a play-to-earn game, you're making some money. But you're really making, you're really making money while learning about a new technology. And that, to me, is what's the interesting part 
of being able to use Web3 to distribute wealth is empowering people to take action, educate themselves, and, and earn some money while they do. That makes sense. Hey, Jay, I, I, I'm curious, and this is going to be the last question that we have, but you know, when it comes to someone that's been in the game for so long, <laughs> what is the future of wearables? I, I think, I actually don't like the term wearable, if I'm being super honest. It implies that you have to wear it, which is fine. Yes, you do wear the watch, you wear the brain. Well, we're, not at the, we're not at the point where ambient computing is good enough. I agree. I, I, agree. Yeah. I agree. But I, I, that's too far away. I'm a future thinker, but like, I'm not going to get ahead of myself. Okay, okay. I I know you know I know you you need to wear your Fitbit, you need to wear your aura ring. But the concept and the benefit and the the the, the, the value that comes out of wearables to me is accountability and motivation and creativity around whatever that data is that the wearables track. And that's kind of what GenoPets is. It's yeah. an app that's gonna give you some motivation and give you a creative outlet and hopefully earn you some value from whatever you're doing in the real world. And, and to me, that's the purpose of a wearable. So I like quantify itself the most. I mean, I'm biased, my name's Q, you know, Q, I'm, I'm always be attracted to anything that starts with a Q, but quantify itself, I think is the movement because it doesn't matter where the data comes from, whether it came from the scale, it came from the Peloton or it came from the treadmill, it came from your car. The data doesn't matter. It's just that you're tracking it and I don't need things to give me notifications while I'm tracking it. And so I think that where the Apple watch fails is one, it's too plain two, it's too disruptive and three, like the data it collects, is not really life-changing? What is life-changing is how do you use that data to motivate people? Yes. Fitbit, Fitbit challenges, getting people to go out and walk 10,000 steps and be proud of it is life-changing. So now your Genopet taking that one step further and giving you a game that you can play and explore and the potential to earn because you've taken those steps, that is next level. Jay, yeah, I, I mean, said it any better, man. I couldn't have said it any better. I, I, I love just kind of sitting here and consuming, uh, listening to what you're saying. All I can think about is that Withings, Fitbit, Apple, they're all going to want to steal your lunch. I don't know if they would steal our lunch as much as they would want to make sure their data is prioritized and special in some way in the device. And that's actually how we see partnerships with wearables. Because one day your Peloton may have a Genopet on it. I don't know. Like that sort of thing, right? Your Genopet shows up the Peloton screen. You're doing a Peloton class. You're earning extra points in, in Genopet. I get it. Jay's a future thinker. And where his head's at is like, if PFPs are today, this is where they are. They're taking over Twitter. Your PFP is cool. But like you have a profile on so many other devices that you you seldomly know about or care about. And like, if I can t make you care about your Strava profile or make you turn it on and, and then your Genopet is there, it's one more thing that brings you back to that app or it brings you back to that experience. It keeps you healthy and it's a massive growth loop that has a network effect that's a win-win for all parties. Uh, Withings or Garmin or Apple, they get the data that they need to collect. And, and you know, in, in Apple's case, they get to do even crazier yep. things because they're doing health studies. But then 
in Gino Pet's uh, example, you know, someone's getting, you know, to participate in the decentralized era of Web3, they might earn some tokens, they might get some money, they might change their life. But beyond that, what also happens is you have a healthier individual. And, you know, if we have a society where we're more health conscious because of COVID, we got that high hygiene consciousness at an all-time high, but we're also starting to see the, the systemic impact of being hygiene conscious. It means that people are going to be a lot healthier, right? Like I see, I've seen so many people this year and the year before last go clean. They're eating clean. They're thinking green. You know, I go to Whole Foods and it's a diverse crowd. That like was this not is a digital representation of how well you take care of yourself. Yeah. And it's yeah. this avatar that's going to travel with you wherever you go. And people will know Q takes care of himself. His Genopets stage 12. Look at that plex. You know, that augment, that augment is hard to obtain and it's expensive. Yes. And it's also the thing that you're not talking about here is like, it's not apps, right? Like, you know, it's a lot of people that have chiseled bodies where they go buy a body. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pointing over hey, faces or name, but it, your, your genome ain't going to pop it. If you bought, if you went to Dr. Miami. It, it, but it's also not about necessarily being a marathon runner. Again, the yes. game is designed to be about staying active. And if I can get everyone in the world to walk 2000 more steps because they have a genome in their pocket, like that's massive impact. Yeah. So, so it sounds like we might be, uh, before we go on Tinder dates, we might be uh, checking in on somebody's genopet, making sure that they're out. <laughs> but wait, yeah, back to like the partnership thing. I mean, I'm just like, not, no, not I got to end on that. Right. Ryan, Ryan just hits you with the making sure that they active. He, he hits you with that. <laughs> uh, before going to uh, Tinder okay. date, I got to make sure that she active. That's funny, dude. Guys, I appreciate the time. This is dope. I mean, I'm happy to talk more about whatever, but um, Q, we need to catch up properly on another call and just like, I, I don't know how we, I, and we met each other and I'm going to go look it up. Yeah. Um, well, I already texted Kevin. Let's see if he texts me back right now. And, 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 and be, while you're checking that, I want everybody to know, one, this is why you want to watch the NFTQT show. Like the podcast experience, never know going to happen. But the the visuals here. Shout out to Calgary and the production team. Shout out to Jay for coming through. Uh, and future thinking, you you are the first future thinker we've had on the show in 2022, and we don't want that to end here. It's also we only don't. 14 days, but we don't. We want you to come back. We want more future thinkers to come back. And we like it when you come here and you, you talk about your network effects. This is a safe space. We're not going to, if you, if, if it's whack, we'll be like, yo, how can we improve it? And if it's great, we'll be like, wow, like this really can't have an impact. So I've already did, I've already connected my wallet. I don't know if I meant it per se, cause I didn't, I didn't do anything with transactions, but I've, I've that's done just this a demo. That's just a demo. Nothing okay. demo oh, so nothing's happened, but I'll be minting my Geno pet. I'll have it in my wallet. I'll have the app when it, when it launches it. You know, I'm excited for the work that you're doing. I believe in it. And, you know, it's the crypto practitioners like yourself that are really changing the lives of all of our, of changing all of our lives. Because without you, there's, there's just a lot more PFP projects, right? There is. And it, I'm not Utility coming in Q3. Utility coming in Q3. <laughs> you, know why, you know why it is, bro? It's because when... You had your first, like whatever your first app is. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make it comparable. I, I knock PFP projects every day. I every single day. <laughs> no, no, for real. I knock them every day, but I understand. 
when we first started, I don't know where you were in your coding journey, but when I first started uh, programming, there's like two programs that they run you through. The first one is Hello World. And Jay, what's the second one? Hello World? I was going to say Hello World. What's the second one? The second one was always make a project, right? And the project's whatever is funny at the time. So like, okay, I got you. I got you. That's how I was going. Like when I was learning, like Instagram was the trendy app. So we had to make Instagram. Then like right after me, Tinder was the trendy app. So you had to make, uh, you had to make, you know, uh, Tinder. And now if you're doing it, it's probably, you're probably making a TikTok clone, right? Or a Pinterest clone, right? And so what's interesting is there's always a clone. The PFP right now is the clone project. Uh, oh, there's a lot of, uh, tutorials and, and, and just YouTube videos on how to make an NFT and they'll show you the hello world. Like you can just kind of, you know, make your, you can make your own token and put that on blockchain. Upload an image. Exactly. Everybody will show you how to do that. But then if you, you think you're gangster, you got, you you went through the tutorials and now you're ready, you're going to use real money and you're going to go in there and do your thing. Uh, you're, 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 you're probably best positioned to make a PFP. And so when you say your 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 roadmap says Q4 2024, I know why. You've got to learn all the things in between from you just learning how to do the hello world and building your first project to what you think you're gonna build in 2024 Q4. And and that's fine. Like you need that. Those people will be great in 10 years from now. But you were there, you know, eight years ago. You were there when we were talking about uh how do healthcare workers get involved with uh, the Bitcoin blockchain. And you were looking at projects like Jim and, and, and Emergency Chain and, and things of that nature. Dude, Jim, Jim is such a throwback. I miss Jim HQ. Those guys were such a cool team. Exactly, right? You were there, you remember. So I can, I can talk to you. You murdered, dude. Mer- 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 I, we, can, we can talk at that level. But it's like one of those things where if you're starting on a PFP, you weren't there back then. And so you don't know what was tried. You don't remember 2017, really, when everybody oh, was snugging everybody and white papers were the, the PFPs. Like, I don't even know. White papers was PFP. White papers were PFPs. Everybody had a white paper. The longer, more complicated your white paper was, the more you were going to raise. Exactly, exactly. And so on that note, I mean, if you have those projects, if you're like Jay, you want to be on this show, you want a future think with us, we're open. You know what? You just shoot me an email or a DM like Jay did, and we'll bring you on. And we're always looking for new projects. But Geno Pets is is not a PFP project. That's what I'm trying to say here. It's it's it has elements of a PFP. Obviously, it's influenced by a PFP, but there's a lot more utility behind it. There's a lot more impact uh, because of it. And and I think that you know the practitioners like yourself, they need a voice. They need a channel. And that's why we built NFTQT. Is not only to uh, inspire and make sure that there was, you know, NFT literacy tools out there. That's why we wrote the book, but it was also to bring people like you that are in the trenches that aren't trying to get into the marketing uh, headwinds and trying to figure out how to do all this stuff. And that, that, that need to go beyond the discord. This is what NFC QT is all about. So with that being said, man, I will catch you in the future. Thank you for doing what you do. And, and Cowdery, uh, I guess I'll see you probably tomorrow. Yep. <laughs>